Mic test. One, two. Bringing you a podcast from the SJCS Student Council. Be all ears as we, Judenites, are going on air. Once a Judenite, always a Judenite. Relive your memories here with Judenites on air. Hi, I'm Paris D, and I'm going to be your host for today's episode. So as for today, we have a lovely guest with us here, Miss Kimberly Chua. Would you kindly introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Kimmy, and you may also call me Achi Kim. So I'm a fellow human being just like you. And uh, I, basically what I do now is and I'm, I'm an abundance coach for moment-to-moment stress management solutions. So I help people um, achieve that sense of mindset as to like, instead of coming from lack, like how can we embrace that we already have what we need? Um, aside from that, I also have a background in psychology. So I'm a psychometrician, a financial advisor, and a meditation and yoga teacher. So I'm excited to be able to share with you, especially the youth no, today. And I, I believe the man that we're all young at heart. And so even maybe if there are some who are parts of the community, not necessarily students, yeah, and I hope you can still relate no, to what we're going to talk about. Um, and yeah, I also believe in the practice no, of mindfulness and integrating it into one's day-to-day, making it um, less intimidating and actually accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's lovely. It's really true that it's nice to keep mindfulness as something accessible, something that we should practice in our day-to-day lives. And I would really like to know more about you, Atsi Kim. So may I ask a question? It's been ruminating in my mind. But are you a Judenite? Have you, are you an alumni? Uh, I'm not, but my cousins are. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I've been, and in college as well, uh, I was able to interact with a lot of Judenites. And I would say that everyone, and each and every one of them would really have good work ethic and are creative, no? And are also pretty funny. I think um, there's a natural humor no, to, um, that Judenites bring with them, no? that sense of enthusiasm as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, and with that enthusiasm also comes a lot of stress from a lot of subjects in both face-to-face classes and online classes. And yet it's a great thing that many Judenites still remain to have such humorous and positive energy around them despite all of the quizzes that are flooding all at once. And Mm -hmm. speaking of Judenite stress, face-to-face and online, you know, I can say for myself since I am a Judenite that face-to-face stress is a lot, it's a lot more uh, intense compared to online stress. However, amidst the pandemic and all of the tasks all flooding in at once, I do feel a lot of, um, I do feel like I need a lot of mental health breaks, like some moments that I really need to practice mindfulness. So mm-hmm. with that said, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you overcome these quick moments of lapses when you feel unmotivated, like there isn't the inertia inside you that is driving you to do things that you should normally be doing in your lives. So uh, how do you overcome it, Paul? Yeah, so when we're in that state, no, um, and Siguro, a little bit of context setting, we really live in extraordinary times. So the pandemic has, and even before the pandemic, right, we would really experience a lot of stress. And it's even different now that we're not seeing each other face-to-face as well. And so um, we really feel that sense of fatigue from screens, from Zoom meetings and classes. And so uh, whenever we feel that maybe uh, we're a bit stuck or like we feel overwhelmed, um, then I think the key really is to take that intentional pause. And I understand that at the back of our heads, no, my isip natin, shock, sayang tayo, wait, I am supposed to be doing something or I need to be productive. And that voice within us will always be there. And so how can we slowly shift that into, okay, I'm a human being and that's why it's also part of my introduction because I'd like to emphasize how we are human beings and not human doing. And so 
yes, um, we need to keep ourselves disciplined and accountable. But at the same time, we also need to remember that we're not robots. And so similar to our gadgets, right? We need to, we need to rest and we need to recharge. And so even before we feel burnt out or even before we feel that we're kind of low bat already, then maybe we really need to insert those mini breaks. No? And it, it looks different for each person. And so whenever we feel that um, maybe yun nga, parang there's that diba, the loss of motion, nga, parang what stays at rest, kind of, it's kind of hard to get out of that already. And so maybe it's just really um, putting visible reminders. So maybe that can be a post-it or having an accountability body who can kind of nudge us, not necessarily dictate to us, but gently let us know na, hey, remember, you you committed to doing this. Ganyan. Maybe it's about time to already continue or start doing it already. And also from the book of James Clear, Atomic Habits, there is also, it's also a good way no, to break it down. So sometimes we lack that... Um, that motivation to do something because it seems so overwhelming or it feels like it's going to take forever. Matatapos ko ba to? No, we ask ourselves that. And so breaking it down, like for example, ah, I need to write uh, a three-page paper. What about just starting off with two sentences or maybe just one sentence, right? And then building up on that. Yes, what you said earlier about human beings, not human doings, that is so true. And I really have to staple that in my head because I am really guilty. Like I get a little hooked on productivity that if I don't have it, I feel like lethargic. And once I get into that rest zone, yes, there's like no going back. And sometimes I, I think to myself, like, how can I bounce back in this? Like, is it inertia? Or like you mentioned the book, Atomic Habits. Yes, that that book about small habits and discipline. So which do you prefer? If I were to ask you, having this motivation inside you to go do your tasks, even when you're on rest mode, or these little disciplines that will uh, take you on through your task. I feel it's discipline. So, but I'll be transparent that I'm always looking for that motivation. And so it's okay to look for it. It's just that sometimes it's not the most reliable. No, And I've, I've seen it for myself wherein when once I have established that discipline or habit towards something, it becomes somehow like muscle memory. And so an example that I would share no, in relation to that would be there's this scene from The Karate Kid wherein the karate master would share to the kid, hey, just do this motion, wax on, wax off, making a circular motion. And so the kid didn't understand, uh, why are you asking me to wax the cars? Inuutosan mo lang ako That was his I don't know, perspective. But the master was trying to build that muscle or building that discipline. And so when the master showed the kid, no, suddenly he attacked and he was like, yeah. And then and then the kid was able to do it seamlessly. No, the motion was suave and it was it just came effortlessly. No. And so that's what we're building. Although we need to pay the price, no. Discipline is indeed more difficult or more challenging. It takes more effort. But it's just at the start, not towards the end. It becomes smoother and it becomes quick. No, it become, and precisely yon, um, for those of you who are into sports, no, or um, who enjoy certain let's say musical instruments, it becomes right after that training, after some conditioning, then it comes more natural and effortless that way. So I guess discipline would be a preference, although it's not the easiest. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's true. Forming discipline and small habits that would carry you through is really difficult and it really takes a lot of mental and willpower for sure. Um, So speaking of willpower, uh, whenever you try to be disciplined, uh, do something and exert a lot of, um, you put in a lot of your mental fibers in it, you take up huge toll on yourself to accomplish this really difficult task how do you take care of your mental health uh, while performing this strenuous activity so it's important to be able to schedule 
breaks first. So I I understand that the typical way we block our time and like fill up our schedules would be, ah, okay, this subject or maybe, okay, then for this task, I'll work on it. But it also, it, it even if it's counterintuitive, nor it's not as natural. But interestingly, scheduling first our breaks and uh, me time would actually allow us to be more productive, no? Because it's something that we can look forward to and it's like a reward, no, for ourselves. So again, it looks different for each person. Sometimes it would be watching your favorite series. For some, it would be um, baking, no? Or maybe playing your favorite game or catching up with some friends. And so just really finding out what works for us and then um, observing, no, and seeing that. And um, really also... Um, I've mentioned this in my intro, uh, having like self-compassion no? and a more loving and a more kind world. And that really begins with ourselves. So how can we be kind no, towards ourselves as if we're talking to our best friend? Because sometimes we have what we call an inner critic where we can also be harsh towards ourselves. We're in the dapat kasi, or diba, or like for example, like a conversation example would be, Kim, diba sabi mo, gagawin mo na yon, ganon. Um, and so, um, those conversations, no, uh, of course, it's not, it's not naman becoming too lax, no, but also maybe shifting the way you're saying it na, for example, ah, Kim, right, you mentioned that you were going to do this, so, oh, when will you, when will you be doing it? Ganyan. So having that accountability, but not, but not parang um, blaming. No? So yun, having that um, conversation or what we call positive self-talk. Actually, I really do need to incorporate that in my life sometimes. I could be very self-critical. Um, but speaking of your very... You, you mentioned that having these little breaks, these scheduled self-care breaks are very individual and very tailored to the person. May I ask what your self-care moments are? How do you recharge Mm-mm. so for me i'm an extrovert so meaning i enjoy um talking to people a lot and so i also gain energy there but i noticed that it also helps me when i take breaks like um off gadgets and just walking around so we happen to have a garden since we live in a condo no so there are times when I would walk around downstairs, although I have to wear a mask, of course. But just really being with nature and taking that stroll helps a lot. Um, and so even if, or let's say if I'm, um, when protocols were a bit stricter, I would find time to walk, even if it's just inside the house. And so studies have proven this, no research show that really just some movement. It doesn't have to be like a high intensity workout, but just walking a few minutes can boost our mood and also our immune system. And so um, that would be for me, no, um, really just giving myself some movement breaks or stretching breaks or um, just taking a walk no, and having that literal me time, not having to reply to other people and just really noticing or uh, sometimes it would also entail like cloud watching and just observing and maybe some of you have watched the commercial before wherein they would try to make an image out of the the clouds like oh it looks like a dog or oh it looks like this no and so just allowing my imagining imagination rather to flow that way for some um and for some times no it also helps me when i journal or write down the things that are in my head. No? So just, and it's interesting because when I set the timer, like for example, five minutes or three minutes, matagal pala yun, no? it, it, it's actually a lot of time already. And so you know, just allowing it to free flow and to process. No? How, oh, okay, so this is what's bothering me pala now, or this is what's on my mind pala. I like that you mentioned that taking walks can really put you in a positive mindset, nature, and having that me time. And yeah, it is true that it's all about scheduling. Like I heard once that nobody's really busy. It's really that they don't make time. So it's nice that I actually learned something from you about making time for myself. But at the same time, it's really difficult. Like as a student, it's kind of hard to fight off that self-critic inside you that tells you that taking a break is impeding yourself from your goals or 
certain like setting some sort of distance between uh, your disciplined self and your lax self. So for you, Paul, how do you fight that off? How do you fight off that self-critic, the little voice in your head? Yeah, and that that inner voice and critic will really do its best, no, to <laughs> to stop us from from resting or maybe um. For be, from being kind to, towards ourselves. No? And so it's really a matter of also strengthening the other voice, which is like that hero within us or um, that true self, no? maybe we can call. Wherein, and I would liken it to how we are like a child because when we were younger, right, it's like no one could stop us when we wanted to try something or when we were curious or when we were wondering about something, parang, we don't care if it feels like or it may appear like uh, we don't know it as long as we get to ask it. No? And so um, it really takes practice. And so just starting tiny and it doesn't have to be uh, like a quick shift right away. So it's remembering to be patient also with ourselves. And I guess it may it might help to also track or maybe have someone you trust, maybe a close friend, no, whom you can talk to about it. And so just so it's not just you processing your own thoughts, but also um, you knowing that, hey, or maybe another person can echo it back to you na, hey, you were able to do it well naman, baka it's just your inner critic telling you otherwise, no, or hey, ano, I appreciate what what you shared with me or uh, what you're doing, no? So, yun, um, just really giving ourselves some credit. And I guess it also begins with doing what we call um, our wins list. And so that would be just really writing down things that you uh, you feel you have done well no? and um, that you would like to celebrate. So whether that's a big thing or whether it's a tiny, um, it may seem tiny, but it's something that we can celebrate. No? So, for example, finishing um, reading something or a task no? or even um, just clarifying something no? or uh, being able to coordinate or communicate something. So that in itself. no, And sometimes kasi parang that's what we miss. Eh? Celebrating. Parang, for example, we're in point A. Tapos, we want to go to point B. We've reached point B na, pero we're already looking at point C instead of, hey, I did it first. No? Parang nawawala yung, ah, let's celebrate muna point B before going to point C. No? So parang there's that rush na, ah, let's go on to the next. And so yun, giving ourselves time to really just enjoy and see that, hey, nagawa natin yon, And maybe before I go on to the next, how does it feel like to accomplish it? True, it's really um, a shifting of mindset because sometimes, you know, I think people would kick themselves a little for uh, rejoicing or patting themselves in the back for a certain victory because I think it's very common, I guess, in our community to be really apprehensive against people who um, come off as arrogant. So for you, like, what is the right... um, mindset to have on this uh, concept about being uh, quote-unquote arrogant for being mm-hmm. happy for yourself or just the thin line that sets apart being self-absorbed and um, being gracious to yourself. Yes, I think it's uh, it goes back also to the foundation of recognizing that we all have our strengths, that we all have our unique gifts. And so acknowledging that, hey, okay, I'm good at this and my friend or my classmate is also good in, in this naman, this other aspect. No? It's, I guess, creating that culture wherein we can freely share. Although, yes, I understand that it comes off easier for others. And sometimes um, there are some ways na minsan nasasabi natin siya that comes off uh, or narinig natin and it comes off na yun nga parang arrogant or baka mayabang. No? Uh, and so it's, Siguro um, starting out that habit wherein hey let's all let's all take this time to celebrate our wins no and knowing that there's no judgment here just really recognizing that and um yeah and just really starting from that space of okay I respect your strengths and I respect mine as well and I know that there are some things that I still need to improve on and 
same is with um, everyone else. No? So just really um, having that what we call parang growth mindset, no? wherein we know that we keep improving. And there's this um, phrase no, that our English speech teacher told us before. So it goes like this, parang every day in every way, I am getting better and better and I believe it. No? So having that mindset of, yes, I may have done it well now, but I know that I can still do better or maybe there are times that I might have failed, no, but this is something that I can learn from. No? So having that, that perspective. That's very important with the wins and loses in life. I would just like to share. My dad would always say that life is like a stock market. You never always stay on top and you never really stay down for a very long time as well. So it's a matter of having that adversity quotient in you. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever you feel down, what are the wins list? What is your wins list that keeps you going makes you think, oh, wow, these are the things that I'm proud of. This is what I'm good at. For some of those, I would say that they've also come from um, before I, I got into that wins list, I had to go through first some disappointments and frustrations. So for example, um, transitioning from grade school to high school, or let's say um, there, I was trying to reach the certain mark but um, I didn't make it no grade school, but thankfully, and with grace, of course, also, I got to reach it no high school, man. Or maybe um, there was a time that I was so, I was sad, no? And I was also disappointed that um, at myself, na I didn't parang pass this application for an organization. And um, it turns out that I tried out for another one that was more fit for me, no? So parang... Sometimes those parang detours actually lead us to where we're, we're really meant to be. And so also observing those no, patterns. So yeah, um, parang being able to, to connect with people. And more than, siguro wins-wise, like more than the successes we have in terms of academics no, and organizations, it's also how we relate with other people. So parang those kilig moments when people would, tell you na parang in, a, in an impassing manner na, hey, you know what? Thank you for listening to me because um, I know that you were really listening and I feel lighter, I feel better. And so do know, know that your presence in itself, no, our presence in itself pala really matters for other people. Na parang even if we're just listening, sometimes that's what they need. No? And so um, yeah, parang I, I count that also as a win, being able to listen, especially in a world that we live in now, but we're so distracted. It's so precious pala when we, when we really listen to someone fully. Mm-hmm. It's very nice that these little victories, like emotional ones, uh, being there for a friend, these little things that our world, very competitive world, really discards. It's nice that you brought it to light. Um, yeah, actually, I, I would love to listen more but um for a moment here we're gonna have a quick commercial break Judenites month 2021 is gonna be Judenites crossing so this project is an annual project organized by the Judenite pride committee for the whole month of november november 1st to november 27th and get ready to experience fun and exciting activities and get insights from familiar faces and special guests this year's Judenites month is inspired by the social stimulation game animal crossing so the Judenite pride committee wanted to give the Judenites their very own virtual event by giving them various activities they should look forward to participating in. Judenite Crossing entails four places for you to visit within the four weeks. Prepare yourself to head to the museum to see what our fellow talented Judenites have in store for us and the campsite for tips and tricks from those who have succeeded in their respective fields. Watch out for the schedules to be posted on the Student Council FB page. Speaking of Animal Crossing, Atsi Kim, are you uh, familiar with that game? Because I think it has a very therapeutic... Yes. Yeah. Yes, I got to play it also for a while. <laughs> so yes, indeed, no, um, it shows us how, how there's that sense of connection and the, imagine, right, 
doing the tasks there. Parang their day-to-day, like sometimes fishing, sometimes taking out the weeds, no? And so similar is with life, no? Parang sometimes we might feel like, ah, oh, this again, no? Pero yun, parang finding that joy there. And that's cute, no? I'm glad that you have a project like that. <laughs> yeah, this little joyous. Animal Crossing is one of the most like therapeutic games and I don't know, you mentioned earlier something about how nature and taking walks is very therapeutic, but I guess for our generation, mm-hmm. we're like virtual nature. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> virtual grassland. But um, going back, uh, how do you find time to take care of yourself? Because uh, you mentioned that it's important to schedule these little breaks. Mm-hmm. So what are some time management uh, tips and tricks they have for us to schedule these little breaks and stay productive at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you may have heard of this, no? Nagutom ako. It's called the Pomodoro technique, you know? <laughs> kind of like. Ooh, actually, um, it. So it's how um, it's the technique we're in 20, 20, around 20 minutes. Um, you'll be on deep work or you'll be getting into that. Um, focused work and then five minutes of break and then 20 and then five. So it can be something that can be a different interval. For some, it's like 15, five, for some 35, no, but just making sure that there's some level of mini break in the middle. So whether that's two minutes, five minutes, and people usually use a timer for it or sometimes like you get the rhythm. No? Um, so making sure that there are breaks in between, like for example, um, for us who are working and if you would notice you no know, before um even when we're in face to face no and i guess also online no it helps when in between classes we get to take a quick rest or a quick break or stretch you no know, somehow before getting on to the next um subject and so um just giving ourselves also um being intentional no parang there's no other person who can tell us to do it but ourselves so no? Um, so when it comes to being more productive, I guess it also helps to jot down. Um, so for some, they would do first three, uh, like the top three things that you need to do for the day. And just, um, they call it eating the frog. So meaning parang, even if it's hard, just doing it anyway. And those three um, tasks first, or the, the most difficult one first, ganon. And then the rest would be easier na lang daw to follow. No? But it really is different for each one. No? So another would be, uh, did you know, yun, no? even saying no, so something can actually be a time management technique because sometimes, and we live in a culture no, here in the Philippines where ano, parang paise or nakakahiya to say no or, or even when you ask someone to, to go for like RSVP, like more often than not, we would say maybe more than a no, even if we're kind of leaning towards no, parang we're shy to, to, to say no. Or we'll say yes, even if parang it's a bit packed na, no, for our schedule. And so, yeah, it really is a matter also of prioritizing, which it will also come up when it comes to what we say no to and setting healthy boundaries. No? Parang, ah, okay, um, yes, my maybe my barkada is asking for uh, no if we can go for a game night but maybe this week my eyes are just really really strained and so um either either telling them no na it's a no for now or maybe ah, i can only go para parang mga 10 to 20 minutes lang muna just to say hi and catch up a bit no but yun setting um those time boundaries no for ourselves and um knowing that it's not um, it's not gonna hurt our relationships naman when we do so. You know? Just being transparent and being able to communicate that. So another would also be, I guess, um, when it comes to communication, especially now that um, we're mostly home, right? A trick that I noticed also, it's good if we communicate to the people with us in our own homes also, like what's going on or how our week is going to be like. Just so they won't feel like they're nagging us. Because no? like, there are times that, for example, um, my like my mom would, would ask me something or maybe would uh, ask me to do uh, a certain errand. And so, of course, um, it's something that I respectfully listen to 
it's just that I also communicate to them na, no, na parang, ah, this time to this time, I might not be able to reply right away because I'm in a, let's say, a workshop, nor I'm in a class. And so at least um, their their expectations are also managed. No? Parang, uh, it's to lessen the friction also within our relationship. So especially because we're mostly at home, you might have noticed that we all notice the nitty-gritty and the small details that before we didn't really notice, no? <laughs> It's very true. Lots of um, relationships are actually sadly being scarred in the pandemic because it's like, oh my gosh, you see these things that you didn't see before. Uh, these habits that you once shoved down the dirty closet and boom, just like flashes in your face. And yeah, actually you said something earlier about uh, the five-minute small breaks. Um, it's the 50. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, it is... Honestly, in my opinion at least, whenever I take a break, it's actually easier for me to schedule a break than to get back to it. I don't know how many Mm. students can relate to this, but Mm -hmm. once you get in that break, your mindset just shifts and it's a lot harder to get back to work. Like you get totally carried away. You know how people do diets and then they have a Mm -hmm. cheat cheat day in the weekend and then the diet's like ruined (laughs) from there. Uh, Oh my gosh, I just exposed myself. But for you, do you have any tips on how not to get carried away, how to go back and track? Right, right. So the key is really to, um, you know how it's like uh, when they say, out of sight, out of mind. And so it's really pinpointing and creating certain spaces for certain things. So for example, ah, okay, this table, when I'm here, I will be focused and maybe I'll install some. Um, so there's this helpful tool no, for Facebook. Um, it's called Facebook Eradicator. So when you're on your device, it's going to remove all the things that's on the newsfeed. So it's just going to be the notifs. And so it has helped me a lot. I discovered it in college and it has helped me from like scrolling um, for, for, for quite like from five minutes, it means it's getting 30. And so, yes, it does happen. Um, so siguro, a quick tip with that would be, yes, to recognize that it's not going to be easy. And so really just trying to um, notice first. So the first step is to notice, ah, okay, what usually gets me distracted or what usually calls for my attention again. And so maybe trying to remove that in that study space and then reminding ourselves that after all of this, so maybe after that 30 minutes or after that one hour or after um, four hours of studying, then I can freely enjoy it later on. So although it's really a practice in delayed gratification, but just remembering also, I think, Sometimes it also helps when we remember the times wherein we told ourselves, "Ah, uh, talaga ako magkakram," or "Ayoko na, ayoko na yung ganito na parang I'm, I'm beating the deadline." But just trying to recall a portion of it might also allow us to, okay, sige, gagawin ko na nga, kasi I don't want to feel that sense of, oh, my heart racing again, no. <laughs> but but with that, yon, just trying to really set a, a space wherein, okay, ato, um, this is where I will study and. Maybe removing other tabs muna also and just focusing. Ah, okay. And setting and setting it na, okay, now is this time for this science research project. And um, this is what I'll do first. When when someone messages me, I'll just reply later. Parang ganon. Mm, yes, that is also another example of good discipline. And well, you I asked you earlier what you would choose, motivation or discipline. So yeah, discipline, I, I agree with what you said. It's a lot more sustainable, but I also feel like it's a type of practice that takes time to develop. It's not something mm-hmm. that just dawns on you from the moment you were born, the moment you started school, you just never crumb. Uh, what human? But um, yes, for you, yes. um, may I ask, like, when was that pivotal moment in your life that you integrated better practices, self-care, and just a good discipline in general? Yeah. For full disclosure, I'm still a crammer. <laughs> <laughs> and the conversations I was telling you earlier, I still have that feeling, no? Na parang, ah, here I am again. And so it's really just a matter of going back and going back to it. So siguro, um, that transitional moment, parang it would be in different series. Eh? Like I had one in, during high school, tapos I had one also during college. And so 
really recognizing that we go through different seasons no in our lives and sometimes it it, it it's in the form of an organization event sometimes it's in the form of a school requirement and so i guess um it's really just coming to terms with that no na parang remembering also the times na oh hey if i do it pala in a in a steady manner if i follow the timeline then i feel more at ease or i get to enjoy you know um the event and planning stage or the process even more um and so it i guess yon it's really going back you no know, to to that state of just becoming more aware because you know sometimes we we feel that it has to be like a grand event or like a big thing but sometimes it's the tiny moments that that build up talaga <laughs> tiny moments yes i i think slowly but surely i you know mm-hmm. as we get older high school yes. senior high the more requirements and the more heavily yes. integrated time management is on us we slowly but surely improve our disciplines but amidst all of that you know with the self care mm-hmm. i think it is an inevitable thing in humans to feel burnt out sometimes so mm-hmm. could you share about what you think about burnouts and how you would prevent it first noticing the patterns or um the signals before we feel burnout so it helps also to do like a monthly review so before we get into a new month or a new week just checking in ah, okay this is how my week's going to look like this is how my month's going to look like and so how much things can i add to this and maybe knowing yun nga knowing when to say no helps a lot no and um in preventing burnout and also noticing the patterns that we go into kasi usually ano naman yan eh ulit-ulit naman siya and so noticing ah okay maybe when i notice that i'm uh, a little bit irritable already it means that i'm already stressed and so maybe i can take a moment to take a quick breather first and then i can get back again no so um it's really a matter of making time for it because yun nga we're never really too busy for it we can it's a matter of like choosing okay wait i will take this mental health break or i will take this break so that um or sometimes yun eh meron tayong internal signals within us that kind of signal to us na oops um it seems like i'm almost gonna um, lose my patience already or maybe i feel like i'm so tired already and so sometimes you might also feel it when let's say after a, an evening sleep or a few a series of it and sometimes when we wake up parang we don't feel as rested yet no so maybe that can also be but it's not for all no but it can also be a signal na parang ah maybe there's a lot going on in your mind stop me if this is too personal but do you have any experiences that you overcame a burnout and as you emerge from the burnout what are some of the tips and tricks that you have for students who are currently going through it Mm-mm. so i've experienced a, ser- a lot of it no so that's what actually led me also to to what i'm doing now like stress management work and abundance coaching no kasi um it really so parang usually when i feel burnt out would be when i say uh, yes too much to other people And so parang I find myself sometimes parang there are double bookings or like I need to hop onto this but there's also this or parang um and so I, I get even more stressed kasi hala there's this expectation to be there and I said yes already. And so um parang finding myself in that state of there's so much to do and it seems like it's not ending or maybe also parang there are times now when I'm burnt out I feel like I'm dragging myself through it na lang na parang Uh, why did I get myself into this ngaba? So, um, one way not to get out of it would be to anchor ourselves to our why and to recognize that okay, I'm human and so I get tired as well and it's okay to rest and that rest can also be something productive and it is actually productive. No, so um, yon it's just coming to terms to that reminder. Na okay, um, I'm not a superhero, although I have um skills and potentials no but like superhero wise and when it comes to energy kumbaga and especially when as we grow um more mature no and as we grow older we'll feel that eh? like uh for example i'm in my mid 20s now but 
I, I catch myself talking to my friends and we do say that, hey, we don't have as much energy anymore. I get tired more easily. No? And so even with um, like a concrete example would be um, screen burnout, like with screen time, which is really, um, it can really drain our energy you know, to be on screen all the time. And so maybe if there are times that it would be helpful for us to really rest our eyes, then it goes a long way. You know? Or maybe sometimes when our friends would um, invite us for a video call, then sometimes it might be helpful to just opt for a, uh, an audio call instead, no? because it kind of also helps us conserve our energy that way. Because when, we're, when we um, are having our cameras on, like it's really reading one another's physical cues and it's different. It's, oh, there's yes, the factor anxiety. of... Yeah. <laughs> And there's a factor of internet connection pa. Like sometimes we don't know if it's yes. like if they're nodding already, but baka may coding MBPS something traveling pa yon. And so, yon, just really giving ourselves some slack no, and recognizing that na, okay, um, we can actually excuse ourselves sometimes. No, na, I hope you can excuse me for a bit. No, I, I need to take a quick break. No, kumbaga, like, you're still there, but just turning off the video. No? So for me, it's a personal practice that I also bring along with me. That especially when, if it's a longer meeting already, then I excuse myself once in a while to turn on my ca- turn off rather my camera just to conserve that energy. <laughs> yeah, turning on your camera in class could be really um, nerve-wracking. I don't know, but like for me personally, I, I relate. When you turn on your camera, everyone could possibly read all the cues in your actions but regardless i would just like to say that i really commend you for using a personal experience something as uh, deep as a burnout it's very personal and like taking that bad experience and making a career out of it it's really commendable it's like one door closes another one opens what you said earlier about how detours isn't always necessarily bad. And you mentioned earlier several times about how you take these pauses, this reward system, these self-care moments. So being that you advocate for this and you practice this often in your life, I assume, what do you think are the benefits and the downfalls of a reward system being implemented to one's life? Um, so girl, I'll start with the downfalls first. Sometimes it, we become too excited or too focused on the reward itself that we forget to be there in that process. But the beauty naman of it, no, of we may call it also gamification or like making it exciting and having that sense of like, oh, I'm leveling up, no? And just like Animal Crossing, no? Parang having that sense of, hey, I'm able to collect this or I have this on my backpack, no? And so with that, just really um, knowing no, and giving ourselves some credit, again, to where it's due, but at the same time, also not being drowned by the rewards in itself. Because sometimes more than the reward, no, and it may be cliche, but really just going for the progress and the process more than the end goal. Because and sometimes no um even the most successful people would share that once they have reached what they have attained already sometimes parang they feel na may kulang or parang hindi pa rin sila fulfilled no and so just creating no checkpoints within ourselves creating those tiny um ways for us and you can really think of it like a game diba parang sometimes there are points wherein we only have so much energy like a character or an avatar right in any game only has a certain level of energy and after a while or parang a certain limit to certain tasks sometimes or what was that that they only have it during Sundays turnips bayon basta parang diba there's only something that only on on one day parang that special turnip only comes out <laughs> on a certain day. And so just really giving ourselves also that sense of excitement. And when we limit certain things, na parang certain rewards, then it becomes even more rewarding or exciting no? to know that parang yun nga, it's really like delaying the gratification. There's this experiment that they did no? wherein they told the kids na parang, oh, if you wait, you will get like a whole pack of marshmallows. But if you eat the two marshmallows that is in front of you now, then no more pack of marshmallows. So just really giving ourselves that perspective. Okay, if I do the work now, then maybe the fruits and the rewards will be greater later on. 
I heard of that marshmallow experiment. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember my, my parents telling me about it before, about how it tested fortitude and self-control of the mm-hmm. children. And yeah, it's nice. I, I love how you referenced Animal Crossing with daily life. That is very true. For the pandemic, personally, I would drive through Makdo like on the weekend sometimes just for, you know, that relax it's the cherry on top of a perfect week not perfect a very imperfect weekend but some nice little breaks you know life is a tenuous climb and it's detrimental if we get too fixated on what's in store ahead of us and you know the pandemic and having all of this madness around us how what kind of goals are you setting for yourself as of now so right now so before it's it's really parang I want to set up like a learning center no but but now I realize that it's important to be specific no so parang and to give ourselves certain timelines as well and as much as yes sometimes it may be a bit pressuring no or parang it may give us that sense of oh no timeline no but it helps to give us parang certain milestones so for example for now in moment to moment Um, I'm working solo, but my next immediate goal is to grow the team, no? to, to actually ask for help and to share no? what, what I'm doing and to also equip others to be able to do that as well no? and parang have their own twist to it no? or their own personality to it. And so it, um, and our goals, no? something siguro I want to share. Um, as high school students, no, I realized before I didn't know that I thought parang once I said something, it has to be that. And we have to face it now that in life, um, our 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 goals may change, and that's okay. No? So giving ourselves as long as parang it's still aligned to what makes us um feel joyful, or as long as we're not stepping on anyone, no. So really making sure. When we set goals for ourselves, yes, we can set that. But we we actually go back talaga to the SMART goals um, acronym, no? making it specific, no? measurable, attainable, time-bound, and what is letter T? As I missed something. S-M- the R. The R. Realistic. Yes, realistic. Yeah. And so, yes, oh, let's bring that idealism within us. But also, like, like for me, um, when... Before the pandemic started, I was set to launch like a physical space already, like a yoga studio. Well, it's small, but but parang um starting out. But then yon the pandemic happened, and so how to pivot, no, and how to be realistic that yes, okay, so we we did it virtually, and it actually launched even better because we're able to reach more people, no. Although of course we're looking forward to the day that we can um. Uh, go for face to face again, but really just having that. No, minsan parang meron talagang na to turn down or parang it's there na pero like life happens, no. But knowing, no, knowing that these goals, no, um, are something that we can shift and that we can um kind of innovate on, no, and yeah, it's not set in stone. <laughs> Yes, um, it's nice that you have a way of turning things around and turning it around for the better, rather. And that actually brings to mind for me, I'm curious, like from high school to uh, your current self right now, how did your goals change from being, I don't want to like assume, but perhaps like less the SMART, smart objectives, to um, I'm guessing more practical. and more realistic goals now that you're older and that you've implemented um, these mental health and self-care attributes to your goals. So how has it changed over the years? Yeah, so before, um, after psych, I went first for one year of law school. And that's where I also saw how there's that shift, no, or that sense of Um, being able to voice out and show up for myself because um, I realized that yes, it's something that I wanted to do, like to be able to help others out. And I found law interesting. It's just that the workload is really different. So lots of reading. And so that was when, I guess that's also one of the most pivotal moments also for me. Right, now that we're talking about it. um, That was where I realized that 
hey, um, yes, uh, this can be something that I already started and yet there's no shame in, in exploring other things or in realizing that, ah, maybe this is not for me. And my mindset that time was, okay, I'll, I'll stop first for now, but I'm not stopping myself also from considering that maybe I can try it out again later on. And so just really keeping the doors open and having that now, okay, my goal previously was to become a lawyer and it's such a, it's such a stable profession. Like I'm sure parang as long as I have a steady stream of clients, then it's going to be something that is um, like, especially um, in our culture also, diba, having parang a title also matters a lot. And so um, yun, it took me also time to be able to share and explain also to my parents that, um, um, hey, I, I tried and this is um, how it is. And I'm thankful that they were supportive then in the end. No? But although, Shempre, um, there's that perspective also from them that um, it, it, it's also helpful if you'd like to continue pa later on. No? And so having that no, and then getting into that shift. No? So yun, and then my goal became yun nga, setting up that business model, although it's a little bit, um, I guess, different in a way na um yun nga parang it's instead parang that that shift no from such a serious serious parang law school or law profession into that state of okay parang stress management and workshops and so it's cliche no pero parang i realized that there's also parang yun nga the practical way to do it is also to take it like one day at a time and just okay parang Okay, for now, or like one month or one week at a time, sige, ito, ito muna yung goal ko. Like for now, it's to create this program first. Or maybe, ah, for now, it's to prepare for my college entrance tests. And then next time, it's this one, no? So uh, the next would be yun nga, parang um, to prepare naman for my, um, uh, what shall we call this? Ah, my requirements. Yeah, so yun, just really taking it one at a time while remembering to have fun along the way. How you mentioned that it's important to have fun along the way. I think sometimes, especially when people get caught up in the productivity stream, that that thought, that reminder just flies out the window. And full disclosure, you know, I it's not a good habit, but I'm I'm working on it. I actually I really appreciated all of your tips and uh, advice for us students to take care of ourselves and to take a moment and actually be intentional in scheduling these little breaks. And yeah, I think it's very timely. It's a very, very relevant topic that we should all incorporate in our lives, even though it's online, it's less demanding as opposed to physical classes. There are still a lot of moments and lapses that, at least for me and my experience, that I have while having my online classes. And with that said, I would like to thank you so much, Atsikim, for taking the time to sit down here and chat with me about mental health and wellness. I really hope that all of the listeners at home would get a little something from our conversation today and yeah, take a mental health break, of course. And yeah, once again, I am Paris D. Thank you, Paris, for, for leading also. And I enjoyed no, our, our conversation today. And I hope our listeners also had fun and uh, would be able to apply some of these. And again, it, different things might work differently for each person. And so just taking what, what may work for us. So mm-hmm. once again, this is Achi Kim from Moment to Moment. And thank you for listening. <laughs> and once again, this is Jude Nights on Air. Don't forget to take a break.